Morning, Crystal Audison standing in for Clarence Ford this week of week on Views and News. I haven't had enough coffee, Barbara. My favorite, Barbara Friedman, <laughs> because we always talk about new things. And Barbara, the Mamba versus <laughs> the Cobra. The Cobra versus the Mongoose. <laughs> Talking point yesterday. I, that's all people want to talk about, those kind of things. Absolutely. We try and guide them in other directions, but, but that's what we're interested in. But, and today we're Ooh. talking about Malema, yeah. who, of course, attacked the Parliamentary Disciplinary Committee into the EFF conduct at the State of the Nation in February, and they also this lashed out at um, Senior Counsel Advocate Anton Cutts. You know, Barbara, when it comes to Malema, you know, he says such a lot, and I recognize his role in society, but I just can't keep up. So please illuminate me. I mean, I often, you know, I'm always hesitant about giving it a lot of press because, I mean, that's what he wants, and then I feel like we're playing into his hands. But I decided on this instance, I'm going to play a little clip from yesterday of him because I think with populist leaders like Malema, who I don't believe he believes what he's saying himself half the time. I don't believe that. But he knows that the constituency he's trying to reach will play into that fear-mongering or that hate-mongering speech. And, you know, I mean, I know um, Senior Counselor, Council Advocate Anton Katz. He has had a track record of human rights work his whole life globally. And yet... He was br- so he was brought in as the Parliament-appointed initiator in this hearing yesterday into the State of the Nation. I mean, I was there at the City Hall and the State of the Nation. I saw them all running around yes. and carrying on. We know that eventually they ran onto the stage, and now the hearing is into their conduct. Mm. You know, putting our president in some kind of risk. They were on various screens in this parliamentary hearing, and he lashed out at the hearing, but also at Advocate Anton Katz, and his language was just unacceptable. I mean, it was racist, it was just unacceptable. I think, let's just play this little clip so that people realize, you know what, there have been other times in history where populist leaders have ended up in positions of power, and I really hope that this country actually does not allow this to happen. I also think without Judas Malema, I don't think the EFF would be a, would be a, a force at all. Um, but let's just listen to a little clip from what he did yesterday. Well, request of postponement. It's very clear that we're being subjected to a kangaroo court and which we're not going to accept. And uh, you brought this white man here to come and persecute us because you know that every white man will go after the blood of the EFF. That's what he's there for. I don't care whether my legal representative says he's got respect for him. I've got no respect for him. He's a DA lawyer. He's a well-known DA lawyer who's here and we're not going to accept that. I'm making a I'm point. Re- you can't tell me how to speak. I'm making a point. I'm, re- I'm requesting you not to be personal. I'm personal. To the- you, can't, you can't tell me what to say. You can't tell me what to say. Let me make my point. And then you can rule me out if you want. So all I'm saying is you brought an apartheid apologist and beneficiary to come and persecute me. No white man can persecute me. I'm not going to allow that. And no white man will persecute the EFF. And we're not going to accept to appear before this white man and before this kangaroo court. I mean, that's, th- that is hectic. Very hectic. But I'm that's sorry. his game plan. I know that's but his Barbara, game plan. That's his game but plan. let's he be clear. He wants us to get angry and he I'm sees not, 100%. Playbook, Trump playbook. Uh, he's, he's, it's like, exactly, Trump's worse. But I mean, he is a literally textbooked case of the populist leader who plays on that reaction. Yep. And... I know we shouldn't give it the airtime, but I think sometimes you want to go, everyone, just remember when you start panicking about him, whatever, let's just remember that this is his playbook. It's also, it's also, you know, yeah, uh, 
Julius is a very clever politician. That's very. all I'll say, Barbara. And he knows I, his game plan. When agree. he says something, there's a strategic reason because they. I think the the game plan is they want to delegitimize this process. Absolutely, they say this is a kangaroo going, court. Absolutely. So, and then of course they walked out. Um, you know, along with um, his 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 counsel, um, there were some reports that he'd fired um, fired him, but that actually isn't true. But uh, you know, let's see what the next step is. I mean, as Anton Katz said, they will carry on with the hearing without him, absolutely, regardless without the EFF. Yeah, interesting. So, of course, the other big talking <laughs> point, EWN, even I'm now kind of obsessed. Oscar Pistorius, what Massive. is it? Barbara, that we are so up, rational it's thinking people, we are obsessed with this issue. And my view is, Barbara, given that bless his soul, River's dad died, that emotive plea that no. they had, you know, that June gave to the parole totally. board, I think that's no more. And the correctional services they've, won't have a choice. They, and they've fessed up and they're saying now that they um, blundered. It's been covered in a massive story on the Mail Online in the UK, oh. which is interesting to me always yeah. that it's made global headlines. I mean, Oscar always has. And uh, South Africa, the Correctional uh, Services Department here started the parole hearing yesterday. It will be um, on Friday that the parole board will decide whether Oscar is suitable or not for social integration. They have now, this is all about. Um, whether he saw, served all his time or not, it's always about these, I think, these periods of time that are counted mm. into your sentence. And so in March, it was denied. They have now admitted that they've blundered. What does this mean? On Friday, he's going to be released. They're so, going Barbara. to put him into a protection situation because there are so many threats against yes. him. But, um, you know, this is what's happening. So it's all suddenly happening, and I think the world is just... I waiting. know, waiting, yeah. watching. And I think, obviously, I think it's just going to be sad for June on the eve of 16 days of activism, of totally. violence. I mean, for people who don't remember, we know this was in 2013 where he shot Reva Steenkamp multiple times through a closed toilet cubicle door in his home in Pretoria. Um, it was Valentine's Day. And we know it was a case that rocked the country and the world. Uh, the double amputee who had been this shining star. Shining international um, global icon. Yeah, I mean, one of our colleagues out outside here said to me that apparently he's a pastor in prison. Wow. I believe it. <laughs> I believe it, Barbara. Anything's possible. Do you know these prisoners do find uh, salvation? Well, let's see what happens yes, um, so on Friday. All eyes are on the courts on, on Friday. Friday. And just lastly, some global U.S. news. Snoop Dogg, genius advertising employee. So Boucher. this has been, I mean, this I just can't get over the story. So last week we saw this story breaking when he posted, Snoop Dogg posted about how he was giving up the smoke. Every single news agency covered uh -huh. it. We did and this, let this be a lesson to us as journalists. Everyone was like, the searches apparently reported on Google for how to give up weed, how to give up smoking, went through the roof. Wow. They blew up. Um, he then has later gone onto his Instagram and he expanded on this. And he said, so he said, I'm done with smoke. I'm going smokeless. At first, I thought maybe he was changing to a vape. It's even worse. 
cold turkey. No, it's even worse. He was advertising an outdoor little braai that is smokeless. No. Let Bob, us just play. No. Let us just play the clip because I, honestly, in terms of marketing, I don't even know what to say. I have an announcement. I'm giving up smoke. I know what you're thinking. Snoop, smoke is kind of your whole thing. But I'm done with it. Done with the coughing and my clothes smelling all sticky icky. I'm going smokeless. Solo stove fixed fire. They took out the smoke. Clever. So he was like, I don't want to sit all sticky and full of smoke. Um, you know, outdoors and my, and my, I mean, I'm sitting on the deck with my little outdoor stove. I'm going smokeless. And the whole world just thought he was giving up smoking or quitting weed. Um, a lot of comments are like, thinks he's a genius. Other people are saying, you owe me some weed because I threw mine away because you said you stopped. And other people saying, you know, I'm, I have lost all respect for you. You know, how could you use this as a marketing ploy? But intriguing to me, his Instagram followings went up like, you know, he's already got m millions of followers. It went up by another, like, I don't know, hundreds of thousands after he announced that. This is how you market. Smoke. You're going to have to learn. <laughs> Thank you so much. That was Barbara Friedman <laughs> um, um, telling us what's trending on socials. Thank you so much, Barbara.